1: so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: Yo! Yo! All right, what are we doing? We're finishing doom scrolling. Good, let's do it. Did you hear about the aliens in Las Vegas? Yeah. You did? Yeah. The, uh... I made love to them. Incident apparently took place back in April, but it's just now getting out to the media because there was a 911 call that's been released. Mm -hmm. There's been, uh... Some dash cam video that's been released. There's dash cam video of one of the officers, um, from one of the officers' patrol cars that shows a light going across the sky, which when this uh, guy called 911, and the police responded, one of the police said, you know, I, I did see a light in the sky earlier. But the guy on the phone with 911 says, there's somebody in my backyard. They, oh. He's like 10 foot tall. There's, there's a couple of them. It's, it's huge. It looks like an alien. I swear to God,
0: this is not a joke. They're like 9 foot, 10 foot tall. They look like aliens to us. Big eyes. They have big eyes. I have
2: butterflies, bro. Everyone have thought of a shooting star. Then these people say there's aliens in their backyard. It look like a big creature.
1: Because I'm not going to BS you guys. One of my partners said they saw something fall out of the sky, too. So that's yeah. why I'm kind of curious. Yeah. Do you yeah.
2: see I anything land your in your backyard? Or? If those 9-foot beings come back, don't call us, all right? Deal with it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that I ain't dealing with that. <laughs> okay, Laszlo, so you ready to see mm-hmm. this video? This is the video that's being shared now on uh, Twitter and such. And uh, you can see hmm. the creature trying to hide behind the fence there. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm sure he hears all the commotion or she, whatever, they, it. Hears all the commotion, doesn't want to get caught, trying to keep a low profile. I mean, I don't know what more evidence you need, but mm. there you have it.
1: They're very large.
2: That does look like it would be about 10 feet tall, mm. doesn't it? I mean, yeah. I'd be scared if you saw that in your backyard. You, you saw a light, and you heard yeah, the sort You look out back, and you see that thing. What Crazy. do you do? What do you do? I mean, you call 911. You don't want to say alien because you're afraid they won't take you serious. But right. you I mean, can tell this guy, be. he's like, look, they're huge. I mean, don't make fun of me, but it kind of looks like aliens. Now, the police, when they actually got there and looked in the yard, they didn't see anything. Imagine There's, that. Some outlets who've said that there are satellite pictures where you can see there's like a ring, but others have pointed out that that was already there before this Mm. supposed crash landing or landing happened. And also that video that I showed you there, there is now starting to be some skepticism um, brought up about that video, Lazo. I guess the guy who Mm. tweeted that video originally, yes, this is a big coincidence, but he is like a a TikToker who does a lot of... uh, CGI videos. Oh. Promotes like an open source well, that software he see it. that helps you to uh, you know, create effects. But th- th- this is still, it's supposed to be dash cam footage and you, you, know, you can see it. Now there is yeah. dash cam footage of the light going across the sky. I don't sure. think anyone's saying that's fake, except they're just saying that was probably sure. a, uh, a shooting star and nothing more. Donald Trump. You gotta go out there and fight him, right? No, I think he stay inside. I definitely, if I saw that thing, if that thing were actually in my backyard, I'd probably pass out. If I saw that thing hovering around out back and hunkering down behind the fence and hiding, you're telling me that you wouldn't pass out if you actually saw that I'd thing? I'm going try to meet
1: him. He's scared. Yeah, no. I bring him in like E.T. No. E. Yeah. It's my buddy.
2: I'm definitely he probably
1: just needs a here helping here hand. Why are we so scared of him?
2: I don't know. It's scared of us. It's fear of the unknown.
1: We're, yeah, I mean, but we could just of, go out and like be like, animal. you know.
2: We don't know if it can, can communicate well, it looks with us. Like, I
1: mean, but it looks like it's scared and, it's you know, it'd be like, it's okay.
2: Yeah. I don't know, ma'am. Uh, Trump has been Bring indicted. Bring a Bud Light. Yeah, we got plenty of those now, right? Right. Yeah. See what's going on with them. Trump has been indicted for mishandling classified documents. The indictment was unsealed on Friday. Uh, they say this is his biggest legal challenge yet of all these legal issues that he's been facing, including that um, thing in New York with you know the business dealings, and then he also had that lawsuit with a what was her name? E. Jean Carroll, right? Yeah. Uh, so they are alleging that he had all kinds of classified stuff, including stuff about uh, the U.S. military's capabilities, other countries' capabilities, other countries' nuclear capabilities, yeah. versus that he was showing this stuff to people who were not supposed to be seeing it. And also...
1: Through aliens in his backyard. Through
2: aliens in his backyard, And... Uh, allegedly lied to his own lawyers when his lawyers were like, hey, let's get this, you know, they're asking for this stuff. Let's make sure we get them all this stuff. And they're alleging that he hid some of it mm. from his own lawyers. That's why they found that stuff later in the what was it, in the garage or whatever. And the lawyers were like, what the hell? We thought we were going to do this. We thought that you said you'd hand everything over. Well, anyway, Trump says, you know what? This is a witch hunt. It's Joe Biden's fault. It's a sad, dark day for America. Yeah, And I need you to give me some money. And his, uh, his opponents in the Republican primary... They're being careful, right? You got uh, Meatball Ron, Dickhead Pence, both of them
0: right. kind of saying
2: this the seems guy, ridiculous. his name and is. you got Chris Christie and that other former governor. Those two are kind of saying, like, this is bad. Trump is bad. This is just more evidence that he's bad. So they're more willing to go after Trump directly. Meatball Ron and Pence, they're kind of saying this seems unfair. They're definitely—they're not saying witch hunt, at least from what I've heard, but it sounds like they're kind of agreeing with that. The
1: only good thing— about it is, it's driven my poll numbers way up.
0: He is still the GOP frontrunner. And so far, his rivals are walking a fine line, criticizing the Justice Department, not the former president. I'm deeply troubled to see this indictment move forward. There needs to be one standard of justice in this country.
2: All right. So there you go. That's, that was Meatball Runner at the end there, in case he didn't recognize his voice. Mm-hmm. One standard of justice, right? Yeah, sure. And that standard should be Former presidents, you leave them alone. So, current and former presidents, right? Sure, I guess just that. highly uh, elected officials, officials yeah. in general, right? If you get elected to a, a big, big-time office, just leave them alone. Cops, right? Obviously, no. Yeah. Cops get some special treatment. One
1: form of justice, Slim. That's it.
2: Yeah, that's it. Let's just keep it consistent. Let's keep it the way it's been. Connor McGregor was at a halftime show uh, or doing a halftime show at the uh, Miami Heat game, promoting some sort of. Uh, pain relief cream product, something that he's selling. And apparently something went wrong because he was supposed to interact with the mascot there, and uh, he ended up punching the mascot. Now, did you watch the video, Laszlo? Uh, No. He, he like, hits him, and then when the mascot's on the ground, he hits him again. Apparently this wasn't supposed to happen. You can tell that the people on the court knew immediately this wasn't supposed to happen because they come running out to the mascot's aid, like, oh, my God. And McGregor's just kind of going like, oh. You know, oops, what did I do? If I was in the audience, I would have absolutely thought that it was part of the show, part of the show, but I guess this guy, the mascot, ended up in the hospital. McGregor came out for a special promotional appearance for his new pain relief spray. With Miami fans booing McGregor the entire time, the skit called for McGregor to pitch the product to the crowd until the Heat's mascot, Bernie, appeared in boxing gear, ready to confront him. Then came the first punch, a left hook followed by a second one, this time with Bernie on the ground. Jesus. The result, something Jesus. the organizers of the prank hadn't planned on. Yeah, the guy either videotaping or standing right next to the guy videotaping. You do hear him say, "We are." He's like, "Whoa, Jesus Christ!" <laughs> so he does sound like maybe he right, realized. Like, I don't think that that was supposed to be part of it. I would assume that I would think it's part of the show. The guy went to the uh, hospital. Apparently, it was a pretty brief uh, emergency room visit. Got some pain medication and was some released. Pain spray. Yeah, I would hope. That this was an opportunity for him to use. Right, the Conor his McGregor, pain spray. spray.
1: It feels like they everyone knows, that right? A, yeah, I mean, I would. But abs- there's no.
2: I don't think. I mean,
1: who knows what Conor McGregor does? But I don't think he just lays out the mascot.
2: I wouldn't think so. Especially, you know, he's rich. He knows people want to sue him. Now, I think that he—if someone were to start a fight with him—I think oh, it'd be hard for him to not fight would. back, knowing that right. it could I mean, cost know him a it lot of through money. Through the
1: thing through the bus window, yes. trying to yes. get that. Like, I think he would fight someone yes. in a bar. But a mascot. But I don't think he goes up for a promotion for his pain spray thing and then just lights up the mascot.
2: It just doesn't make a ton of sense. But I mean, I don't know. What do you think happened? He do does like all... to get people talking about him, right? So do you? He think... does like that. So you think he hit the guy harder than he was supposed to maybe, on purpose. Right.
1: Or maybe he hit him harder. Maybe not even on purpose. Maybe it just happened. I mean. The, the, I don't think he tried to hurt the mascot. How about that?
2: And maybe he thought there was more padding in that thing. Maybe he thought he was hitting like, you know, you think it's yeah. maybe there's like a rubber head under there. I don't know what I'm hitting. Realizes. Because he does. The way that McGregor. uh kind of flinches after he's done the second time, I, it makes me wonder if he felt like, ooh, that was flesh. <laughs> right. You know I mean, like, ooh, I think I just felt that guy's face with my right, knuckles. maybe they said, they I just told just him, you know, him. hey,
1: the guy's going to come up, you, you right. know, throw a punch at him, yeah. fake punch, he's going to fall down. Yep. And he's like, okay.
2: Yeah, and then that's it. I fought that, uh, well, I guess I wasn't supposed to fight him, but uh, the mascot at the Mavericks, I mean, that was a whole big thing. You know, you were trying to get me to – Basically pull a Conor McGregor, yeah. you know, get, him. get people talking. And um, I got to be honest, I was kind of scared of him. I mean, he's pre- pretty good. Got on his skates. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't know there was a lot of people watching, but it, as I recall, maybe I jumped on his back and tried to bring him to the ice. Couldn't quite people do it. People
1: saying Conor punching that mascot is what's going to happen to you when Warhammer gets out of prison. Yeah,
2: I thought about Warhammer. War Machine. War, war Machine. Warhammer. I, I thought about him honestly when I saw this. Like, well, is it possible that he just can't control his rage even at a halftime show with a mascot who looks so non threatening? You, could, you couldn't be less threatening, just like myself, might I I'm the least threatening person you could ever encounter. But still, if you're Conor McGregor, War Machine, it doesn't change the fact that he's in your DNA. Maybe
1: he found out that that. My mascot was talking all kinds of crap on him on the radio, like yep. you have about War Machine. I haven't
2: talked crap on him. I've well, said. Call that, him a little baby girl. No, I did not. That was an exact quote. Yeah. Snow Cone. That I up. never said that.
1: You said War Machine's a little baby girl. I absolutely
2: girl. never said that. If that were true, Snow Cone would be playing it on a loop. It never happened. <laughs> I never said it. I would never say it. Anyone who heard the conversation knows. They know that That's you said it was a poster. say. I absolutely didn't say that either. You probably did. That sounds like something would you would I say. Because it sounds like something you would say.
1: Well, it doesn't sound like anything I'd say to a war machine. It does.
2: It sounds like, you know, you, you can take a wolf, you can take a bear. You can take, well, I'm not you afraid of a war, of war machine, machine like you right.
1: are, but I'm just not going to straight up call him a pussy on the radio. Yeah,
2: well, I'm, I am did. scared of him. I wouldn't do that. That makes no sense. If I'm scared of him, why would I call him that on the air? Makes well, I think you're no scared
1: sense. of him now because people said they were going to tell him. But before, whole he was in I jail. The whole reason I brought it up was because about I said we shouldn't
2: let him out. Don't let him out. He right. needs to you stay said there. he does because get I'm scared out, you kick his ass. I never said that. Never said that. Back at the uh, hear
1: this in so.
2: beginning of April, there was a mom in Minnesota. We talked about her on the show who'd gone missing. Two kids. She lived. People say with, the
1: letter he's been receiving has definitely said that you called him.
2: Mm-hmm. I know. You guys have been writing him letters. There was a mom in Minnesota named uh, Madeline Kingsbury. She had gone missing. She had taken her two kids to school, daycare, whatever it was, dropped them off with uh, her boyfriend. They came back. Now, it was like her ex-boyfriend, but they were still living together at the time. Come back to the house. The boyfriend says that they get home. He borrowed her van to go to work, and when he came back for, like, lunch, she wasn't there. Now, her friends had been trying to get a hold of her, calling her. They were concerned about her well-being, and the baby daddy's like, I don't know where she is. You know, I'm I'm worried, too. So the investigation kicks off. they got to try and find this missing person. They weren't giving us a whole lot of information other than the fact that they kept referring to this guy as her ex-boyfriend, but it seemed like they were living together, which we now know that they were. Apparently, they had an on-again, off-again relationship for about seven years. His lawyer was on TV adamantly saying, like, my client has been consistent from day one. He is not involved. Mm -hmm. People were critical, as they always are, of the boyfriend's involvement or lack of involvement in the searches going on the news. And he finally spoke up, the boyfriend did, and said, look, I've been advised by the authorities to limit my presence at these things for my safety. So this idea that you're not seeing me all the right. time means that I'm somehow guilty. Couldn't be further from the truth. That's what he said. Well, an area that they had searched previously, apparently they used some digital tracking evidence. And found an area that they wanted to go search again. And it's in an area of land that apparently this dude's family somehow cares for. They didn't mm. straight up say that they own the land, but they, there's okay. something to do with his family. They found her body. Uh, she was wrapped in blankets, wrapped in gorilla tape. They said the method of, uh, or the cause of death was absolutely homicide and they have now arrested baby daddy. And there's more information coming out about this guy now. The
0: body of 26 year old Madeline Kingsbury found Wednesday afternoon in a wooded area near the town of Mabel by a Fillmore County deputy. Still unclear exactly how she died. The discovery leading detectives to arrest the father of Kingsbury's children, Adam Fravel, who repeatedly denied any involvement in her disappearance. Police say it was Fravel who last saw Kingsbury on March 31st, the day the two dropped their children off at school. Fravel later telling police he left Kingsbury's home in her van for about three and a half hours. When he returned, she was missing.
2: So now there's this new information. Her mm-hmm. family, her sister, I saw her post a uh, uh, video on TikTok saying basically like we thought it was him. You know, it's been a long journey, but at least we, you know, we have her body now because they obviously thought that she was dead. It's been a couple of months, but there's all this information coming out. I guess uh, there've been lots of allegations of abuse from this guy. There was a Zoom call at one point that someone told police they were a witness uh, to where... Madeline is in the Zoom call, and they see the boyfriend walking. He doesn't realize that she's on the Zoom call. He comes in and hits her, hmm. then realizes that the camera's on, that he's being filmed. And whoa, and leaves. There was an accus- They found some text messages too, where Madeline had said something to him about choking her and throwing her down the steps, and that that better not happen again. And then the big kicker here is that according to some friends of hers or family members, <coughs> they said that the boyfriend had told her shortly before she went missing. Basically, if you don't behave, you're going to end up like Gabby Petito. And according to an article I just read where you're out there smoking, one of these uh, articles says that the police got him to confirm that he had said that. So I don't know if there were text messages, because if that's just something that you said and it's hearsay, I would deny that, my friend. Deny it. Right. But it makes me wonder if there's text messages. It doesn't seem like the kind of thing we'd be like, okay, yeah, I did tell her one time. Like Gabby Petito, I was kind of... Kind of obsessed with that case, and so that we know that they have some of these text messages. But the, the dude's busted at 26 and 28 years old, or 27, 28 years old. I it just you I mean, I'm old, but it's another one of these where I'm. I'm almost willing to bet that she was trying to break up with him for good. Right. It's it's always when you watch these true crime things, you tell them that it, that you're pregnant. That gets a lot of women killed, it would seem. And then telling them that uh, it's over. I'm going over there to break up with them right now. Right. And then the friends don't hear from her. And they're like, oh, no, she was going over there to end things. And that's and the, you see these people on TV all the time. Like, that is the biggest risk for violence. But if you've got a violent partner, those are your, that's your highest risk moment is right. when you're trying to end it. So th- this relationship had been on again, off again. Her friends and family had been, it sounds like, telling her to get out of there. And at least some of her friends... Said that she was ending it; it was over. And this guy, the baby daddy, said that things had ended. She had ended it. He was going to move out, and that he knew that she was seeing someone else. He didn't know who or for how long, but he knew that she'd been seeing someone else, and that it was it was over. I mean, I don't know, Lazo, as a parent, like no one raises their kid to be no. uh, a, a murderer. No one no. raises their kid to be violent. Well, so, I I, mean, don't know I about guess that. maybe some do. Yeah, yeah,
1: right? I mean violence, you know. But I
2: mean, do you, do you have that talk as a father of sons with how you how to treat people, how to treat women, how to treat someone in a relationship? They're a little young yeah. for that now,
1: right? A little bit, but I certainly tell them like, you know, yeah, of course, walk away. You know, uh, you're going to be in relationships and situations where you're angry. Yeah. And it's going to be it's going to be more angry than you've ever been in your life. Right. You gotta walk away. You have to. You have to walk away.
2: Just, just get out. Yeah,
1: you can't. There's nothing you can do. Just, you have to walk away. Just leave. Yep. Just leave.
2: And uh, speaking of your kids, I know your son got a summer job, right? Well, he's very exciting. Yeah. Or training for it. Yeah, training for it. Yeah. And I just saw a thing this morning that said teen summer jobs have skyrocketed. The number of teens Hmm. getting these jobs, and of course, what these jobs pay now—they pay a lot more than they did not only when we were teenagers, but just. A few years ago, yeah, within the last few years. It was only a few years ago that as summer rolled around, a fraction of workers plucked for jobs were teenagers. But fast forward to 2023 and hirings at this Richmond area company, The Art Factory, paints a very different picture of what's happening now across the US.
1: There is 46 or not of us and out of the 46, 27 are teenagers.
2: In June of 2019, the percent of hires for those 15 to 19 years old was 2%. In June of 2022, it climbed to 15%. And this year, forecast to grow to a whopping eighteen percent. It said that teenagers this year with these summer jobs can expect to make almost ten percent more than just last summer. Okay, that they're getting paid good well, money. Yeah, probably of course, because people didn't want to do it. Yeah, the ultimate jobs are summer jobs for teens: lifeguards, mm-hmm. of course, camp counselors. Uh, but they said even if you're getting a job as like a you know an office job or something, they said it still holds true that they can expect to make almost ten percent more for money. Them. And I mean, I don't know. When I was a teenager, when you were a teenager, it was minimum, minimum wage, wage. That's, that's it. You unless got. you got in the service industry and you hope to make tips. Right. Yeah, Other than that, wage, there, that, there was it. no option. You could, if, when you got to a certain age, you could work construction and that would pay you a yeah, few dollars. But above that was more wage. of
1: like, you know, older teenager stuff. Yes. Yeah. Or,
2: or teens that had decided, you know what, I'm going to do this. Right. Yeah. I'm done with school, whatever. Not always, but most of the time. It wasn't usually just, this is, I just do this in the summertime. Right. It was just minimum wage jobs. Is he excited?
1: I think so. He seems to be. He hasn't started yet, so we'll
0: see.
2: Well, it's still pretty cool. I mean, yeah. first summer job turning 16, all those things. Sounds good. Good summer.
0: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T
1: Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade in
0: when you switch.